Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour on this Monday. Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. Gang's all here, including Fritzy. New poll question coming up. Hall of Famer, former Patriot defensive back Ty Law will join us on the program. I'm looking at the uh, DraftKings odds for the games coming up in the conference championship games. The Chiefs are getting three, over under 44 and a half. The Lions getting seven against the Niners, over under 51. So a little more offense expected out in San Francisco with the Lions and the Niners. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. By the way, the Ravens had led for more than 12 hours and 13 minutes of game time this season. Now, what's that mean? That's the most by any team through their first 18 games of a season since the 2016 Patriots had 13 hours and 37 minutes. Stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day, courtesy of Darius Rucker, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. By the way. In the Packers-Niners games, there a game. There were uh, four second-half lead changes. That's tied for the second most in postseason history. The record is six. That was 1977 between the Colts and the Raiders. There were five lead changes in the Chiefs and the Bills. The last playoff game with six lead changes. You have to go back to 1981. That was the Niners and the Cowboys. And once again, Patrick Mahomes, who might be underrated, 6-0 and in the divisional round, best record in the divisional round of any starting quarterback since 1950. Only one other quarterback has played in at least five divisional 
round playoff games and is undefeated in the divisional round. Left-hander. He was undefeated in the divisional round playoff games. Left-handed quarterback. Marvin? Steve Young? No. Uh, that was a little too obvious. Paulie? Uh, someone other than Steve Young, which was my <laughs> guess. Uh, if you said Kenny Stabler, you would be correct. Well, you didn't stat say that. No. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Bop, bop. Bop. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? what stat of the day. Bop. You also have to look at the rookies and their impact. You know, the Lions have three rookies contributing and contributing at a very high level here. You have Zay Flowers with uh, Baltimore. Like, you have certain players, and it's rare when you have, you know, rookies that make this kind of impact. I mean, C.J. Stroud, Rasheed Rice with uh, the Chiefs, you know, making an impact. And to do it as a rookie. And so now you have these big games coming up. And I love Zay Flowers, but it's only because I'm probably one of the few losers watching Boston College football (laughs) this year. And I go... I know it's Boston College football, but that guy is incredible. And I remember coming in, and I go, this guy, Zay Flowers, I don't know what his draft stock is, but he's unbelievable. And then when the Ravens drafted him, and that's when I came in, and I said, they got to steal. Zay Flowers, he had 77 catches this year and has that game-breaking ability. But imagine trying to do, uh, design a defense for Lamar Jackson. Okay, I like when they say, well, there's a spy on him. Good luck. Good luck. You you need more than one spy on Lamar Jackson. Hey, I'm spying on him. Good. Good. Uh, you know, throwing for touchdowns, running for touchdowns. But I still think that the outcome of this game will be predicated on Baltimore's defense going against Patrick Mahomes. Because that defense, you know, not a lot of stars the way it used to be with Baltimore, where you had household names on the defense. But that defense has been as good as any defense, if not better than any defense this year. It's just we focus on Lamar because he was your MVP. Also, we tend to look at the teams that lose on the Monday after the uh, uh, playoff games. I feel good if I'm a Texans fan because more the most important thing is, well, two, you got yourself a coach and you got yourself your quarterback. So you got a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback and a lot of cap room. All right, and you can win that division, as you've proven. The Packers don't like the way it ended because you were a better team than San Francisco, in my opinion. But moving forward, you have your quarterback. That's a young roster. Nobody's got a younger roster than them. The Buccaneers, I'm not quite sure how to feel about the Buccaneers because they overachieved, and maybe it comes down to if you're all in on Baker Mayfield. Uh, Godwin and Evans... Played well, uh, but I don't know if Mike Evans going to if they're going to re-sign him. He says he wants to end his career there, but I don't know. Like, what Baker Mayfield going to cost you? Can I get him for uh, four years, a hundred? Do I do two years? Do I do a Geno Smith type deal with him? Are you all in on that team? Uh, and then you have the Bills, salary cap hell. They did have injuries. And as you move forward, as you move forward, are you moving further away 
from going to a Super Bowl? That would be my big question there. Seton, poll question for the final hour of the program is going to be? Dan, hour uh, two, Mm -hmm. we had up there, will Josh Allen ever reach the Super Bowl? Okay. The results right now are 50.1% to (laughs) 49.9%. I don't know that it's ever been closer as a poll question. So... Which which part of that is leading? Yes, is leading. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then we've got two more options here. Uh, Greg sent this one in. More likely to happen in the next four years, Josh Allen reaches a Super Bowl or the show wins a sports Emmy. That's rude. I don't think you need to do that to us, <laughs> Greg. Okay. Can I see? say neither? Yeah. <laughs> Both are not no, likely. No, I don't think we're winning a sports Emmy. And then we also have, uh, <laughs> who would you rather have as your quarterback the next 10 years, Brock Purdy or Jordan Love? That's saucy. <laughs> so I'm so jealous of that one. God, that one also from Twitter, by the way. Okay, from the Twitters. I just don't remember who. First overall pick, Jared Goff, and uh, Brock Purdy. Overall pick, two sixty-two face-off in the uh, NFC Championship game. Largest differential between overall draft pick and the quarterback he's facing uh, since nineteen ninety-one. Jim Kelly was the 14th overall pick by the Bills, and he faced this quarterback who was picked 275 overall. This guy was also the quarterback before one of the great quarterbacks of all time with a different team. If you said Steve DeBerg of the Chiefs, you would be correct. Yes. You would be. Whoa! Help me understand this, though. If Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, he was overall pick number 262, and Steve DeBerg was overall pick 275. But he wasn't Mr. Irrelevant. Are there fewer rounds? Checking. Yeah. Sure sounds like it, Dan. It it does. If I'm doing the math there, (laughs) feels like you might have had a couple extra rounds there. Like, how many rounds did you have when Steve DeBerg was taking 275? That would have been uh, 1991. Well, that's when they played this game. I don't know when DeBerg was drafted. Yes, Paulie. In 1997, the draft went 12 rounds, Dan. you got to go down to pick 335. Jim Kelleher, a running back out of Colorado, never played. Hmm. But the second to uh, irrelevant, Rolf Benershka. Rolf was with the Chargers. Correct. In 97, that wasn't even that long ago. Didn't Rolf Benershka... He 77, was, 77. Oh, 77. I was yeah. going to say, dang, that was like well in everyone's lifetime. Yeah, 77 draft, 12 rounds. Rolf Bernerska was up for the Wheel of Fortune, and I think he lost out to Pat Sajak. What? Well, I don't know. Wide right. <laughs> Check that to see if he was one of the finalists for Wheel of Fortune, and I think Pat Sajak got that. But <laughs> Rolf Bernerska, what was his number, six? Yeah. Is it really? Uh... If it is, I got to get a life. If I, 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 I do. It, it can't be six. Rolf Bernerska's jersey number. Of course, it's six. Is it really? Yeah, with the Chargers. <laughs> Guy, great hair. Good foot, great hair. Okay, Dude, that's hilarious. Did Did Rolf Bernerska lose out 
uh, for Wheel of Fortune? When you type in Rolf Bernerska, it goes kicking Wheel of Fortune to finish a sentence. Okay. Give me 30 seconds. Okay. I think he lost out to Pat Sajak in Wheel of Fortune. Yes, Paul. He did a hosting stint on the Wheel of Fortune for like a partial season in 1989. Uh, he was an inexperienced host, and they did give it to Pat Sajak, but he was in the mix for it and hosted a number of episodes. I'm a loser. Would you rather be a Hall of Fame kicker or the lifetime host of Wheel of Fortune? Lifetime host of Wheel of Fortune. They're both pretty well paid. I know not. Okay, would you rather be Morton Anderson or would you rather be Pat Sajak? That old poll question. No one is asking that question today. Right. So it's you could be... How about I... I the results of that, Dan, 50.1% to 49.9. Amazing. How about this? If I said you could be Adam Vinatieri <laughs> or Pat Sajak. The old Bob Barker, Justin or, Tucker conversation? Or, or Alex Trebek. Oh, no. So Alex Trebek. Or the field at kicker. Pun, yeah. you, you could be any punter or kicker. Yeah, yeah. Whoever you want to be. You can be Alex Trebek. Or Justin Tucker. Hall of Famer, first ballot, both. I've taken Alex Trebek. Yeah. Yeah. I just That's a long, long shelf life. Pat Sajak, he did it for over 30 years, didn't he? And I think he just stepped down or stepping down. No, no, no. I think it's already been decided. About your sources. Yeah. No, remember, it's uh, Ryan Seacrest is getting that job. By, he gets all of them. I know. Sheriff. That's terrible. Come on. There's some aspiring game show host who's just hoping for a chance. And meanwhile, Seacrest comes in there and Bigfoot's everybody. Come on, Ryan. I passed on a couple of these things, including Price is Right, to give Drew Carey a future. At least you could do that. Okay. Um, anything else that we uh, need to talk about, decide, discuss? No? Everybody good? Let me get a couple of phone calls, then we'll take a break, and then uh, Ty Law will join us in studio. Chris in New York City. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind today? Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, bud. Good, good. So I just wanted to, to give my opinion on the two quarterbacks that the Ravens will be going against. I'm a diehard Ravens fan. My take on it, and it might be horrible, is that I think Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback for us to take on. Um, okay. Allen, he's a he's a thicker quarterback. He runs a lot more than than Patrick. Even though Patrick does run it, he's very smart with it. And this might be a horrible take, but uh, the the defense I think will have a great time against uh, Patrick. They're not going to kill him. I still think it'll be a close game, not as close as everybody thinks it's going to be. All right, that's Chris, who's a big Ravens fan, doesn't have much respect for uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs here. Uh, look, if you're going to get him, now's when you get him. Because I don't think that offense, it, it's, it feels like it's more opportunistic. I don't think it's great. Kelsey is clearly banged up. Like, there were four plays where he just signaled Andy Reid, put somebody in for me. Like, I'm, I'm going to come out here. Doesn't look like nobody's 100% this time of the year. But I, I'm just wondering about that. You know, you've got a couple of guys who are contributing. You know, and Scantling had a pretty good game, right? No drops. But I, they're, they're not – this isn't 
one of the better Chiefs teams, but that doesn't mean they won't get to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. Uh, one more phone call. Mo in Arizona. Hi, Mo. What's on your mind today? Morning, Darren Danette. Look, man, we got to get off Brock Purdy, man. He did what nobody said he could do, come back from behind. He's been to two NFC championships, counting this year, in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, get off the dude. I mean, he's done everything Everything that they said he couldn't do. He did it yesterday. He came back from behind. It looked like we weren't going to go anywhere. So, segue to that, my uh, best of worst, best of worst, I don't have a worst. I just have two bests. My best is Niners winning, of course. My best is, is watching Detroit celebrate as if they already won the Super Bowl, so I know they don't stand a chance. <laughs> Thank you, Mo. I look forward to talking to you on Monday. Yes, yes, Marvin. I don't want to say that because they look like they celebrated the Super Bowl last week, too. Yeah, that's true. So they say, why not? Let's win another one. Have fun with it. Have fun. They've never seen this in their Most people have never seen this in their lifetimes. Like, you can't say act like you've been there because you haven't been there. Right. Like, you, like you go to the moon. <laughs> like, man, this is what all right. What are you doing? It's all right. Yeah. Come on. Act like you've been there before, Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't. You have your fancy new planet you're on. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to take your golf club up there, and you're going to pull out your six iron or whatever he hit up there on the moon. All right, let me take a break. Uh, We'll talk to Ty Law, Hall of Famer, will join us. Where does he think Bill Belichick will end up? We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. What we saw that we liked and we didn't like. Hey, I am, I'm not a negative negative guy with Brock Purdy. It feels like people are feeling that I'm coming out after Brock Purdy. I'm just sad he didn't do anything in the first three quarters. He had a great drive, and they won the game. That's all. I mean, do I want to see more from Brock Purdy? Yes, and I will this weekend in a really important game. And maybe the week after that at the Super Bowl. It's like everybody gets all territorial. Brock Purdy's a great story. I have no problem with him. Uh, Ty Law, Hall of Famer, won three Super Bowls with the Patriots, joining us here in studio. You can join him at Mohegan Sun, the FanDuel Sportsbook, private mezzanine for uh, an, a meet and greet with the former Patriot legend, Hall of Famer. That'll be uh, Sunday, January 28th. How about that? So you can watch the game with Ty Law. Yes. Will you give honest opinions during the game of guys that you may like or not like? I don't know how to do anything else, Dan, but give an honest opinion. So I'm going to come <laughs> I'm come straight from the hip like I always do. But uh, it's going to be a good time, man. They're really supporting uh, me, uh, supporting my product and Corvus Vodka, man. So we're going to have a damn good time. So tell everybody, whoever's listening right now, show up and show out, and let's watch the game have a good time. All right. And by the way, I didn't know that the Hall of Fame has an official drink. Yes, I'm the official vodka, Corvus Vodka. Let me go ahead and put it in the camera for y'all. The official vodka, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, I had to get some of those other guys out of there because, you know, everybody coming well, in from no, a sponsor. No, you need to get a gold jacket around them. Oh, no, I got those being made. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, it'll be, be gold jackets on these uh, bottles uh, in Canton, but a portion of every bottle goes back to the players' assistance for the old school guys that had to get jobs in the offseason who wasn't as fortunate uh, as I am, especially those guys. Uh, the money that they're making today. And, you know, I, and to be honest with you, uh, Dan, I got to pinch myself to – Say, damn, I'm in the room with these guys. I got a chance to sit down and talk to the great uh, Jim Brown, Franco Harrison, to hear what they had to go through. So I felt that it was my duty to, you know, be able to give back in some capacity like that and, you know, help them. And if they're passed on, we help their widows as well. Well, you are a Hall of Famer, and I'm uh, curious where your Hall of Fame coach is going to end up, Bill Belichick. (sighs) A lot of people are... Saying, I thought the perfect fit would have been, from a personnel standpoint, would have been the Cowboys. But I see they're going to stay with uh, McCarthy. All those things were coming out. Uh, I just didn't know if he was going to be able to handle being under Jerry. You know, the two alpha personalities clashing, bigger than life personality. Which Could is you Jerry see Jones. him retiring? I can see that as well, but um, I think he still wants to coach. He has something. I, I don't know why, and I'm going to put it out there. I don't know why the hell Bill Belichick will have anything to prove or feel as 
is that he has something Well, there's approved. Don Shula's all-time record okay. that he needs 15 wins. All right, you're going to get that faster going to Dallas <laughs> if you're Atlanta. But at the same time, you know, you know, and I'm saying it's all in fun. It's a lot of good times in Atlanta, too. Maybe Bill might come out of the shell a little I bit. Play a little golf, you know, go, go, to, ever, go to Magic City. I don't know. <laughs> did Bill ever have a good time with you guys? Yes. I mean, he was always a, a good time. He's like, for, for whatever reason, when it comes to the media, he's – but if you catch him, you know, but just being Bill. But did he party Bill. with you guys? No, Bill, hell yeah. He'll party with you. He'll, he'll drink with you, especially after you win the Super Bowl when he can finally, uh, you know, let his hair down a little bit. But, but every wait, wait. time after so, a Super Bowl party, Bill is hanging, drinking, having a good time. Hell, go in his office. Check the refrigerator. <laughs> what, what you got in there? Huh? Some beer. Okay. Some Corvus. But, <laughs> he got but, it. Okay, so you had to win a Super Bowl for Bill to have a beer with you. You didn't have to, but it has to be the right setting. But I'm telling you, every time we had the party, and even when I wasn't there, the after party, it's like a like the monkey is just off his back. He finally won, and he can really enjoy himself, man. And he's really a cool guy. The only time Bill was really an ass was contract time. You know what I mean? That's, oh. when, that's when me and Bill didn't get along. But other than that, man, we the best of friends. Okay, what was that like when you're trying to get a raise? Uh it's tough because, you know, you got to go into it. Every man is for himself. He's working, you know, for an organization. He's trying to keep the cap down. I understand that at, at that point, in that moment in time, you know, I'm basically an independent contractor and saying, hey, this is what my worth is. So it's, it's like a battle of wits. But at the same time, um, it's, it's one of those necessary evils when you come to our sport. So your fourth year, you had, what, nine interceptions? Yes. You led the league? Yes. Then you renegotiate? Um, yes, but I but I was always playing under um, Pete Carroll's contract. I was never a Bill Belichick uh, contract guy. It's just okay. when we had to talk, it was all about the renegotiation. Why didn't Pete Carroll work in New England? I don't know. Pete was awesome to me. You know, I mean, hell, he made me the highest paid corner in football. So me, he's always going to have a special place in my heart. <laughs> but I think I think his personality didn't mix with. Uh, the New England culture for whatever reason, you know, around there. He was more, you know, energetic, more happy-go-lucky. Coming from a Coach Parcells to a Pete Carroll, it is a different personality, you know what I mean? And I liked it. A lot of guys didn't. I think I know Mr. Kraft and the GM at the time, you know, Bobby Greer, they were, you know, interviewing basically our opinion on some players. What do we think? Yeah. I gave him a, a glowing recognition of I want to – keep uh, Pete Carroll because I didn't know who they were going to get. But then, you know, the whole circulation about Coach Belichick coming, that's when I was like, okay, I can work with that because, remember, he was my DB coach in 96 when we went to the Super Bowl. So I had Belichick every day. You know what I mean? So okay. it was a different type of relationship. So, you know, I have a fondness for Coach Belichick. And when he came, the only thing I had to get shocked about then is, damn, Bill done got brand new. And I'm like, well, who is this guy? But, <laughs> but understanding he has to – He's the head coach now. He has to. He's just not my coach. He's just not our coach. He's everyone's coach. So that was a little bit of adjustment period. What was it like when he would yell at Brady? The same as everybody else. I mean, he did not hold back. And you know, if you talking about low lights, and it was it was one of the highlights of the day for me of the week, as long as I wasn't on him, because <laughs> you talking about hilarious. You know, I mean, it, it was it was. It was comical because he would go on in and just give you his one-liners. He didn't care who it was. Well, like it's what? a roast. It, it, it is a roast. You know what I mean? And I and the sky don't lie, so you always want to go out there and put on a good performance, and Bill Belichick is going to call you out. And Tom Brady was definitely not off limits. Well, that also sends a really good message to the rest of the team. When Brady's not 
off limits. That Bill is willing to criticize him right. the way he would criticize a rookie. Exactly, and 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 that created you know that culture that everyone was held accountable, uh, even Tom Brady. And I think Tom Brady wouldn't have won it any other way. That's how we all grew up. That's how we all learned to be champions and 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 protect one another. And we held each other accountable as well because if you didn't perform, you didn't have to wait for Coach Belichick to come in. We would do it ourselves. We we're, police each other. We're talking to Ty Law, the Hall of Famer, won three Super Bowls with the Patriots. You were at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Were you a fre- uh, freshman when the Fab Five was there? Yes, I was a, a freshman. I was. They was actually sophomores, so I came in the year after those guys. And uh, you know, good friends of mine. They they. It was an incredible atmosphere because everyone knows that the University of Michigan is a football-driven type of school. Mm-hmm. The Fab Five. They, they changed that narrative. You know, they were just as important, if not more important, than uh, the football at the time. Of course, not from a revenue standpoint. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you got 100,000 people in there, but it's just known for that. But they really changed the culture when it comes to the basketball at Michigan. Not that they didn't have success before, but it was just like a phenomenon to have five freshmen come in and do what they did and impact the school like they have. You know, they had every everybody at the games. You know what I mean? We, we went to games, but... When the Fab Five, we're going to games. Five, five, leave. Ah, we go every now and again. <laughs> uh, Jim Harbaugh's future is mm-hmm. it at Michigan? You may hope it's at Michigan, yes. but but let's be honest. Of what do you think Jim is going to do? I think he's going to take his time. I would like to see him. My son goes to the University of Michigan, by the way, and he's a sophomore there. And what he's done, he can't go any higher. I would love him to come back and do a Nick Saban type of thing and keep Michigan and continue to do so. But with the NILs and people basically got to recruit and basically offer more money, damn damn near what they're getting in the pros. You know what I mean? It's going to be hard. And I think talking to a lot of coaches from college and the difference between the pros is that you have an offseason. You don't have an offseason. So if Jim can name his price and go where he wants to go when he doesn't have to recruit, I think he's going to, just just in my opinion, I think he's going to listen to it. Do I want him to leave? Absolutely not because, I mean, he's done something special. But do you think there. he'll leave? If the right opportunity comes, I think he will. You know, just because of everything I just mentioned. You have taken the team to the national championship the first time ever in the great tradition of Michigan football go undefeated. You can't go nowhere but down. Yeah. Unless you do it again, so I just think you know the right situation. He's going. He's probably going to take advantage of that and not have to recruit. Would you rather face Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes? Ooh. you know what? I, oh, that's a tough one right there because I would say Patrick Mahomes. I would probably rather face Patrick Mahomes from a defensive back standpoint because you know he's looking to throw it first. Not that not that Lamar doesn't, but Lamar. He can beat you with them legs. And I remember the first time that we ever experienced something like that playing against Michael Vick in Atlanta. And you can have your receiver covered. Next thing you know, this dart comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and now you got to go chase. Now you're chasing this receiver. Now I got to go chase somebody as a quarterback that's just as fast or not fast in the receiver. I was never more tired in the game in my life. So I think I'll take Patrick Mahomes and take my chances of covering his receivers and let him try to stick the ball in and have to worry about covering and looking back and seeing Lamar Jackson running at me. <laughs> okay. Explain Michael Vick to those who never got to see him play. Michael Vick was Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, who else runs the ball, Cam Newton, Stevia, all packaged in one. 
he was the first one that that can really run, and it was such a shock. To he see. probably could have he been was a, a tailback. He could have been a tailback, and he was fast. He was quick, explosive. So Michael Vick was a one of a kind man, and like I said, when he came in, and he he replaced Chandler because I mean we were we were we were kicking their ass right, but when he came in, he almost brought him back. And we were tired. That's we a like, different what is level it's of a, athleticism. Different, Chris Chandler, exactly. Michael right. Vick. Like they, 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 they sat him down, brought Mike in. We was like, oh my God, please. We glad the game is almost <laughs> over because we don't want to play this guy all game. <laughs> uh, you got a grudge against anybody still after you? No. You dislike somebody? No, it's no one that I dislike because um, you know when we're out there playing, I'm not friends with nobody. I'm not trying to. But like Heinz Ward, if he no, I mean Heinz Ward. I mean me and Heinz are good. You know what I mean. But on the field, we were competitors. You know what I mean. I was, I, they got this one famous shot that people love, love to show me where Heinz Ward. He got me up in you know face mask and all that stuff. But they don't ever show the end of the play. So the caption is it's like he's giving me the stuff. But if you look at the end of the play. Yeah, damn! They put him in the Gatorade, <laughs> but, but you don't you don't catch that one. But no, Heinz is a, he's a big, he's a great uh, he's a friend, a great competitor, and I hope to see him in the Hall of he Fame one day. Be. He should, should be, be in the, in the Hall, of Hall of Fame, Heinz, yeah. absolutely. Uh, what's the Tom Brady story you tell to your your kids or your grandkids? Well, one of my favorite. It's a lot of stuff that I can't say because we're on a Dan Patrick why, show. I don't, don't want to get you. Can't you I don't want I don't want to get you fined. I don't care. I don't. I, I can't but, get fined. Okay, but but I won't do that to you, Dan. Well, I mean, something you got to keep. Is it me. just the language? Yeah, language and all that good stuff. I mean, we we were young. We were winning, but Tom Brady. I would was say Tom this. a Hall of Famer off the field when he was playing. <laughs> Check his roster. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, he was a Hall of Famer. No, no. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody wanted to be Hall of uh, Hey, both on and off the field, Tom okay. Brady is a Hall of Famer. But I will say. He was very confident, and I remember it was myself, Lloyd Malloy. We were having to, he was coming, we was walking into uh, the steakhouse. We have this big team dinner, and Tom Brady told me and lawyer, he said, I ain't giving this shit back. And that's exactly the words that came out of his mouth, so I hope you don't get fined because okay. mine slip every now and again. Okay. I'm sorry, guys, it slip every now and again. So after Hit the, the first Super Bowl? Yeah. So, no, that was going to the Super Bowl. He said, I'm not giving it back because that's when Drew got hurt. Oh, so that's how he felt. He said, I'm not giving this back, you know, and he said it with that. And so, you know, I'm on it. Oh, that's the spirit. You know, <laughs> you, you that's how you're supposed to think as a young guy. And lawyer was like, we, we, we like kind of laughing. It's like, oh, well, yeah, but how you got a hundred, you got a hundred million dollar man come when he come back. Oh, that's his job. And that's just how it was back then. You didn't think you would lose your job. But how confident injury. were you of Brady? I can't say he's, he wasn't the Brady that he is now. And, it wasn't the confidence in Brady. It was the confidence in our defense. So we didn't give a damn who was out there, quarterback, whether <laughs> it was true. Drew or Brady. We were a defensive team at the time, and the strength you know, was that. So we didn't know what to expect from Tom. So our whole thing was just don't turn the ball over. Just control the game. Don't turn it over. We got this. And, I mean, we were one of the, like probably number one defense at the time anyway. So I think you get it gets forgotten about when you're talking about the whole story. But no one knew that Tom Brady would be the greatest football player of all time at that moment. Well, I remember late in the game, and then John Madden said, you know, you sort of let play for overtime. So he's doing the game, and then Brady decides, or Bill decides they're going to throw the ball downfield, and then you put it in, in uh, you know, field goal range with Vinatieri. But at the time, here's the great John Madden saying, you know, because Brady is your quarterback, right. play for overtime, take your chances. 
No, that no, that was the greatest show on turf. And you talking about tired? You know, we were tired defensively. I mean, they had a lot of talent. So you know, you played it, go out there and win the game. I mean, we knew we can play with them from the first time we played with them. But man, Tom, he didn't shy back. He didn't shy. He wasn't shy about the moment. He was out there ready to play. But we wanted to win. So I don't think you want to take a chance in overtime with that great offense. They got five, six Hall of Famers on there. And why did they use Marshall Falk as a decoy that that game? No, I don't know if they used Marshall Falk as a decoy. I'm going to tell you, we had a hell of a game plan with that. So I wouldn't say Marshall Falk was a decoy. We were. You so, made him a decoy? Damn right. You took him out of the game. Absolutely. It was somebody on Marshall Falk during the, during the whole week of practice, and anybody can that on that team can, can, can contest and back me up, that we had a number 28 jersey. You usually had a quarterback jersey. We had a number 28 <laughs> jersey, somebody in red, and we had the practice squad guys rotating because they were getting hit. They were basically the only ones that was live you know, okay. in practices. So somebody hit Marshall Falk every single play that they could, no matter where he was at. So we basically had a spy on Marshall Falk. So they had to they had to divert. Did the Patriots spy on the uh, Rams in their walkthrough at the Super Bowl? I don't know nothing about that. So when I say spy, and they try to twist it, I say it's like spying on the quarterback. We had a spy on Marshall Falk. <laughs> that means an individual hit Marshall Falk every time. If he comes in your area, hit him. If you look at Willie McGinnis one time, you remember when they, I think he got a flag for it. Marshall was just standing there, go knock the hell out of him. You know what I mean? And that's what it, that's how much respect that we had for him. Yeah. But at the same time, we wasn't going to let him beat us, and that's how Coach Belichick did the game plan. Uh, he's Ty Law. You can uh, visit with him uh, coming up Sunday. Uh, it'll be the uh, Sun Wine and Food Fest. Tickets available for the uh, first championship game viewing party from 3 till 6. And uh, the second game, that'll be 6.30 to 10. So uh, Mohegan Sun, FanDuel Sportsbook. And uh, you're able to uh, say hello to Ty Law and have some of his vodka. Yes, Corvus Vodka, everybody. Official vodka right. of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You leaving that for me? Oh, yes, absolutely. They're yours. Yeah? Yep. Did I'm going to sign one for them to you, so I'll put it right here in the man cave. There's no man cave. There should be no man cave in New England without Corvus Vodka. Did you ever have a sip of anything before you played a game like or a halftime, like whiskey? or? Uh, no, we did it in practice before. You know, Mike Vrabel used to have a flask. So we all go to Vrabel's and hit the flask and he had some whiskey or something. But no, I was a I was a coffee guy. You know what I mean? That's, wait, that's wait. about it. So Vrabel has a flask. Yes. And then you go over and take a little. Yeah. He had everybody else getting a flask. So, so back then we used to have to drive <laughs> to practice too. So that's the one thing that, uh, you know, the old school before you see all the beautiful uh, Gillette Stadium. Yeah. Now we had to get in our car. With our shoulder pads on, like we were little league, <laughs> and we everybody driving over there with helmets and shoulder pads on, just being silly. And hell yeah, we was taking drinks in the car. So Coach Parcells, Pete, yeah, when we were over at the other practice facilities, it was going down on that little five minute drive, <laughs> <laughs> especially when it was cold outside. But never a game. Oh, never a game. Not not for me. I, I I've never uh, uh, drank before a game. I I, I couldn't trust. It. I I had to go out there and cover the fast guys, man. You can't go out there covering Marvin Harrison and. And Randy Moss, T.O., was alcohol in your system. I mean, I'd be on the wrong end of the highlights. <laughs> uh, great to see you. Thank you. Good Thanks luck for having with your me. Vodka and, uh, Appreciate it, man. Thank congrats you. again on the Hall of Fame. Thank you. He's uh, Ty Law. We'll take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. I don't know what we're going to do tonight. Yeah. No football. The uh, comedian Kevin James, New York Jets apologist, will join us. Former Jets quarterback Mark Sanchez will join us on the program as well. Uh, Let's see. We go to James. James in Virginia. Hi, James. Aloha, Dan. How are you, my brother? Coming to you live from Hawaii, man, where the sun is just rising and the weather is beautiful, man. Thank you for taking my call, brother. Happy Monday, DT. Damn it. Salute the commanders, man. What a great weekend of football, my guy. And the best thing about it, it started at like 10 a.m. yesterday here, man. I love it. For me, man, I'm going all best. Although there is some worse, but I'm going all best. The Detroit Lions. Shout out to Jeff in Detroit. 1991, the last time they played. and They played Washington. They lost. But I think this time they got a chance because of their ability to run the ball, control the clock, and rush the passer. I like Detroit this weekend coming up. And, man, I never thought I would see someone as soon to be able to rival the great Tom Brady. But 1-5 Patrick Mahomes is that guy, man. Six straight. AFC Championship games, a chance to go to his fourth Super Bowl, but it's not just him. 
It's the team. They held Josh Allen under 200 yards passing, only seven points in the second half, 146 yards rushing. Man, I'm so excited for this heavyweight bout between the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. But like I said before, man, I'm riding with 1-5, man. I appreciate you guys taking my call. I love you guys. Y'all have a wonderful day, man. Salute the commander. All righty, James, out there (laughs) in Hawaii on vacation. Good for him. Josh in Vegas. Hi, Josh. What's on your mind today? What's up, Dan? Hey, Josh. Hey, so uh, best and worst of the weekend. Best, obviously, my my home's making it six straight AFC championship game. Worst. Having more receiving yards and Stephon Diggs and such a clutch team. Um, so I had a question for you. Everybody's talking about the fumble through the zone uh, and what the what the penalties are, are for that and whether they should be taken back or not. I got one for you. Why, oh why, in football alone, is the play clock not set in stone? Like the play clock goes down to zero, you got to wait for a guy who's 60 years old to turn and look, see that it's zero, turn back around, make sure the ball's not snapped. They just implement baseball pitch clocks, and they even got wristbands. You you go you go in the stadium in the NBA, there's a loud audible. Like, what gives? What's your take? Yeah, I wonder if they're going to make this an exact science, because you can. It's the clock. But it feels like it goes to zero, and then you get a a split second, a beat, to then get the snap off. So I don't know if they're going to go, you know what, there's going to be a loud horn if it goes down to zero, which they could do. Or there's a, a bright light that goes on. Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, like some type of shutdown light where the whole tone <laughs> changes of the building. And if the ball hasn't been snapped, that's it. This day in sports history. Oh, got a few for you, Dan. Uh, 1951, a pitcher was ejected from the Winter League game in Cuba for hitting a batter. He later gave up a baseball for politics. His name was? Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro. Mm-hmm. 1968, NBA, NBA awarded franchises to Milwaukee and Phoenix. 1983, Bjorn Borg retired from tennis at only age 26. Yeah. Five straight Wimbledon wins. And Fritzy, you're going to love this one. 1984, guess who sang the national anthem at Super Bowl XVIII? 1984. DJ Run. Billy Joel. No, but you're getting closer. Daryl Hall and John Oates. Softer than Billy Joel. Much softer. That would be... Um, Barry Manilow. Okay. Barry Manilow, 84, sang the national anthem. Mm. Super Bowl okay. XVIII. Okay. On this day, 2006, Kobe scored 81. Uh, an 18-point win against the Raptors. <laughs> um... On this date, 1989, Niners beat the Bengals. Jerry Rice named MVP in that Super Bowl. Um, wait, so John Taylor caught the touchdown pass from Joe Montana, but Jerry Rice got the MVP. Yeah, Marv. I think Jerry Rice had like maybe 12 or 13 okay. catches. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I, I thought it might have been like that, but usually they give it to the quarterback. Uh, Johnny Unitas got traded on this date, 1973, to the Chargers for the draft rights to a quarterback that the owner of this team reportedly had a crush on. (laughs) Yeah, Paulie. Joe Namath? Nope. The Colts. Got the draft rights to Burt Jones. Oh, love Burt Jones. Georgia Frontier reportedly had a crush on. He's a handsome fella. Yeah, he was. 
He was. Let's go around the room what we learned on this Monday. Todd, I'm going to start with you. Did you learn anything? I actually did. Ty Law said Bill Belichick was enjoyable to be around, except for when it was time to discuss money and contracts. Okay. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Yeah, Bill Belichick parties. <laughs> yeah. After a Super Bowl. Yeah. Marvin, what'd you learn today? It's much colder in Buffalo without football. Yes, it is. Yeah. The cold is tolerable when you're still playing football. When football's over, it's damn cold. Paulie? Mike Vrabel, a flask guy. Yeah. Going to have to ask him next time he's on. Todd, what I learned? It's safe to wonder if Josh Allen will ever reach the Super Bowl. When it comes to celebrating major sporting events, no other city compares to Vegas. It's a city where spectacle and celebration woven into the fabric of that community. Las Vegas, where conventional, challenged, unexpected, embraced. It's not just celebrating. It's celebrating with an edge. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.